Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey, what's up, y'all? Alan Kenny, host of Blatant Homers and Podcasts, part of Crimson and Cream Machine on the SB Nation network of podcasts. Uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, just, you know, that way other people can find us a little bit easier out there if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Uh, this week's edition of Picks Trying Not to Suck, if you can believe it, we're actually in week 10. And you know what? I actually went back through the numbers and skinny. We're not sucking that bad. Uh, you are actually at 60% on the year, 27 to 45. I'm at 24 out of 45. So even though I'm three games behind, that's 53%. So you're probably making a little bit of money if you're, follow, if you're, if you're tracking these. So All right. keep that nice. in mind. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we're going to get to our picks as always. We'll do our five favorite, uh, picks against the spread for this week. Uh, but first off, I guess since there's no OU game this weekend, Oof. we've got to talk about uh, the debacle from uh, Saturday versus Kansas State. Sooners went to Manhattan, came away with a 48-41 loss. Uh, gosh, um, general reaction, Skinny? Yeah, I mean, where to begin? And I, I guess I hate to pat myself on the back too much, but I think last week I was sitting here saying, like, it's weird to be in a, this late into the season and feel like you really don't know what you have. Because I feel like, you know, the competition up to this point is, has, hasn't been good for OU. And I, I, I think they got a little bit exposed. Um, you know, at, at, at the same time, do I think um, it's all doom and gloom and this team is as bad as they played on Saturday? No. I mean, I, I, I think the reality is they're just – they're probably not <clears> – <throat> their ceiling is not what we thought it was for a number of reasons. Um, do I still think they're going to go – probably win the big 12 and have a shot at the playoff depending on what happens yes um so i you know i guess i i I'm, you know it, it's disappointing in a number of ways for how they play but you know are is it you know <clears throat> is all hope you know cause for hope loss no yeah you know i mean to me i see i think i feel like the word exposed is a little I'm not sure if that's the way I felt about it because honestly, like the, a lot of the stuff that Kansas State was able to do to OU, we've seen other teams do in spurts. Uh, the difference was Kansas State is built to do just that, you know, play after play, down after down, uh, at least offensively in terms of, you know, hammering the, hammering the ball with that running game. Uh, they, you know, an Oklahoma's defense is not really built to, you know, go up against those kinds of downhill running, physical running attacks. Um, but, you know, looking at it, uh, you know, zooming out a little bit, I mean, you, you start to think about it. I mean, OU had, uh, you know, two giveaways inside their own 25 yard line. You know, I mean, st- you start to think about stuff like that. It's hard for me to see. 
the same set of events or circumstances, you know what I mean? Kind of like replicating themselves throughout the rest of the season. Sure. Um, so, you know, I mean, you know, I look at it, I, I don't feel, I, I didn't feel like Oklahoma was really, I mean, I think it's a more complete team they've had in recent years, but I also didn't necessarily look at it as a team where I thought that they were going to go and win the playoff or anything like that already. So like to me, I, I feel like it's kind of right where they were when they, uh, before the game, you know, I mean, you know, I, more than anything else, I think they, they got real sloppy too. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it, it's, it's stupid, stupid penalties, turnovers, um, some, even some, uh, I guess I would say kind of coaching blunders, so yeah. to speak. And, mm-hmm. and, and K-State's, you know, it, it's kind of like they were under Snyder. You just, you can't do that um, against a decent opponent uh, on the road. And, um, you know, and then it just kind of snowballed on them. And, and I, you know, it's kind of a cliche about the complimentary football, but, um, you know, as much as everyone wants to kind of bag on the defense, uh, you know, and it's hard to say this when the offense is putting up those kind of numbers, but, uh, you know, I, I mean, outside of, uh, of CD lamb and Hertz and, and uh, you know, the other, rece- the other receivers and uh, the running backs are good, but, uh, you know, I think they, I don't think the offensive line is what it is. And I think that really, uh, I, I think that maybe has something to do with why uh, Lincoln kind of got away from the run game too. Yeah, probably so. You know, it's funny too because Lincoln Riley is you know, has this reputation. He's young and brash and a gunslinger and all that stuff. But his his decisions when it comes to fourth down, you know, in, in the opponent's territory, I mean, he's so conservative. You've got that offense and you're kicking field goals, you know, when you got a fourth and three from, you know, about 20 yards out. I just I don't know, man. I you got to go for it, you know. I mean, twice that happened, and it just it, it felt like it sunk him to me. Yeah, I mean, I think he almost takes kind of a stoops. Stoops was somewhat similar in that you you feel like you have the better team, so you're going to let it play out, mm-hmm. um, and, and over time, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna get the better of them. And obviously, that didn't happen for for a number of reasons. And I say this all the time: like I don't care who you are. I mean, look at Clemson. Uh, this year against uh, North Carolina. I mean, you're always going to, it's college football. You're going to have that one stinker, right? And yeah. It, like, you know, you look at tech last year where you throw the two picks early and, you know, you're fortunate a lot of times to come out with wins in those. And, and this was that game for them and, and they didn't do it. And I, part of it is, I just don't think they're quite as good as they offensively and particularly mm. offensively as they have been the past couple of years. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, let's go ahead and get into our picks for week 10. Uh, last week I went four and one. Uh, I had, uh, TCU straight up. That was a winner. Uh, Washington state. That was a winner. Uh, Sparty. No, not even close. Uh, then Michigan was straight up winner. And then unfortunately I had Kansas state plus 21 and a half. Yeah, that came in. Uh, you went three and two. You had Auburn, uh, that hit North Carolina. Unfortunately the hook did you in Texas. Nope. Uh, Texas A&M, yes, and then you were also on Wazoo plus fourteen. So uh, three and two versus four and two. That takes me to twenty four out of forty five on the year. You're at twenty seven out of forty five. Um, I'll go ahead and start us off this week with uh, our five picks again. We do five picks against the spread every week. First up, I'm going against Notre Dame again. Um, you know, I, I just I get it. There was weather, but I really don't like how that team is playing at the moment. Um, and it's just, I don't see a lot t- there that makes me think that they're the kind of team that's going to run away and hide from somebody. 
that's what you're what's implied in this line this week against Virginia Tech. Uh, the Hokies are coming to South Bend. Uh, they are plus 17 and a half. It's been a tough year for for Tech, no doubt about it. But they were off last week also, so there's no you know kind of uh, they had a chance to kind of get a few things together. Uh, ND's probably coming off a little bit of an emotional uh, kind of letdown after that Michigan game. I'm going to go ahead and take the points here with the Hokies plus 17 and a half. Yeah, I looked at that one long and hard for for a lot of the same reasons. I I, I definitely think that's a good pick. I worry it's a little bit of a sucker play, but well, I mean, because it just seems to be screaming for you to take tech. So we'll see. Right. All right, hit me. What's your first one? All right, I you know I'm gonna stick with the in the Big Twelve. Looking at the uh, what do they call it? The battle for the Sunflower State or something? Uh, K State at KU. Um, and you also say I think it's interesting. You look at K State's schedule down the stretch; they could very easily win three, four uh, of their last five games, given that schedule, and, and end up looking having a decent record on the season. Um, you know, I think K State wins this game, but you know, you look at it, KU is better. I mean, I I, <laughs> I hear people laughing at me right mm-hmm. now, but KU is. I mean, you know, switch offense coordinators they put up five hundred yards in two plus games uh, against some bad defenses, but. You know, this is at KU getting six points. I think KU keeps it close. K State wins. Yeah, I'm really kind of kicking myself that I didn't take Kansas, or probably, yeah, didn't take Kansas last week. Uh, you know, I, I, that was just everything about that was setting up for a KU win. Uh, they're definitely playing better right now. It's hard to, hard to argue with that. So I'm with you. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Um, let's see here. My next pick, I'm going with Air Force minus 14 and a half against, uh, Army. This is as much a pick against Army as it is a pick on Air Force. Uh, Something has happened to the uh, Black Knights there. Uh, they've really fallen off the last couple weeks. I mean, that loss last week, San Jose State, I mean, traveling all the way up there to West Point, still losing, still, uh, still coming away with the win. Uh, something's, something's just not right with Army. Air Force is also a team that's playing really well. Great defense. Uh, you know, I think that this is a case where um, Air Force is going to take out some frustrations uh, maybe from past years on Army and uh, really uh, kind of put the hammer down here. Hmm. Okay. I don't have, yeah, I guess I see that. I don't have a lot of conviction on that one. All right. Late on me. What's your second pick? All right, I'm looking uh, out west. Uh, I'm looking at Utah going into Husky Stadium. Um, Utah is actually favored by three and a half. I kind of, you know, I kind of look at that Oregon, Washington, Utah is all, you know, kind of one A, B, and C out there in in the Pac-12. So to get the Huskies with the three and a half at home, uh, there's I think the, I guess there's some question about is it Hundley? Uh, the yeah. quarterback for Utah and his, his health in this game, which makes me wonder why the line hasn't moved a little more. But um, I'll take Washington uh, at three and a half and really wish they had gone ahead and uh, knocked off Oregon a couple weeks ago. 
Oh, yeah. I'm in the same boat. (laughs) I was on that game, and I'm with you here, too. I'm on the Huskies also, plus three and a half. Uh, uh, For me, I just look at it, I feel like, you know, coming, it's funny, coming into the season, I was probably a little bit more uh, skeptical about Washington than most people seem to be. And now I feel like I'm a little bit higher on them. Uh, I thought they actually played pretty well against Oregon. Um, I think, and just looking at it here, I would have made this game, I would have made the Huskies actually a small favorite here. Maybe, uh, you know, like Washington minus one or one and a half. So, I mean, for me, just on, on, on the strength of that alone, I, I, I'm looking at this one and I just, I like, I just like Washington in the spot. Um, I'm going to, I'm with you too. I'm going to take the Huskies. I think they went straight up. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I'm, we agree there. All right. So. So what's your third? Uh, I'm looking at the the you know the world's largest cocktail party. We've got Georgia, Florida. Um, uh, Florida's getting six points. I'm not as high on Georgia as some. I mean they have they haven't been playing well. Uh, they're certainly still a really strong team. Don't get me wrong, but but they're also kind of you know not really built to to kind of run away and hide. Not that this is a huge spread. But I, you know, I think they kind of play into Florida's hands a little bit. It's it's a decent matchup for Florida. I think you know this is another one where I would probably say Georgia wins in a close one. So I'll take Florida getting the six points. Yeah, this is a no bet for me. I think if I were going to, I'd probably be on Georgia actually. But yeah, I the number is right around where I think it just to me it, it, I'm that's a stay away. So uh, fair enough. Let's see. Okay, my fourth one. Uh, going to the SEC, Ole Miss plus 18 and a half. Uh, they're going to Auburn. Auburn's coming off that loss to uh, LSU, which, you know, I mean, they, they fought pretty hard there and just couldn't get it at the end. Um, Ole Miss was off last week. I realize there's some question about the health of the, in the quarterback situation there. But uh, to me, this is just a case where I feel like uh, Auburn's offense really isn't built to uh, blow teams away. You know, there'll be a lot of running in this mm-hmm. game. Uh, I think that uh, Ole Miss, you know, especially with Auburn, you know, having played a physical game last week and also, uh, you know, suff- getting, probably coming in a little flat for this one. I'm, I'm going to take Ole Miss plus 18 and a half. Auburn still wins, but uh, that's, a, that's a whole lot of points for this game. Oh, yeah, I like that one, actually. I, You know, Ole Miss, I don't know what they've done on the season against the line, but they've been – I'm 2-0 with them. So um, – and I, I tend to agree with you. Auburn is kind of they, – they just kind of seem to play to the level of their competition. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they struggled so, with like Tulane, you know, and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's your fourth pick? All right, I'm looking at Michigan going into Maryland. Maryland's getting three touchdowns. You know, I think, again, it kind of comes down to, uh, you know, I'm staying with some dogs this week, even though I, I don't feel great about, about riding with Maryland. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I still think it's – and, you know, I, Michigan, to their credit, has obviously played better uh, the past couple of weeks, particularly offensively. So, um, But still, I think this is kind of – uh, that was a big atmosphere for them. Big game. I, I think you're looking at kind of a, maybe a little bit of an emotional letdown here um, and them traveling out to the East coast. So I'll take Maryland getting the three touchdowns. 
Yeah, this one, I, I have no clue because, uh, you know, like you mentioned, Michigan looked good last week. Maryland looked really bad. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the situation of it, to me, it just it's too hard to predict how Michigan will come out. So I'm with you. I'm there. Pardon me. I'm I'm passing on that one. Um, last game for me, my fifth one, Memphis at home. Uh, game day is going to be there on Beale Street, you know, uh, Maybe, you know, out there, what, isn't that where, like, B.B. King's place and everything is? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, have, you ever, have you ever been to Beale Street? Is It, it was like, it, it's been a while, but, it, man, it, it just kind of felt, maybe I expected too much, but it was a little underwhelming. Oh, man, well, don't let uh, Memphis say that, hear you say that, man. Uh, that town, oh, is, no. that town, man, you do not want any drama there, man. That is a but, rough town. It, but But Memphis in May is incredible. If anybody gets a chance to go, they should go. Well, uh, speaking of incredible, <laughs> Memphis has an incredible offense or something like that. Uh, they're playing they're playing really well, though. And part of this, too, is that SMU is just kind of limping here at the moment. You know, I know they I know they ended up pulling off the win last week against Houston. But I mean, they had to hang on. They had that, uh, you know, just miracle against Tulsa. I'm I'm essentially fading Memphis with this pick. Or pardon me, fading SMU with this pick. I'm going to go ahead and take Memphis minus five and a half. Yeah, I, I like that as well. All right, last one. All right, my so Houston uh, plus twenty three going into UCF. This is my one. I'm taking all dogs this week, but this is my one uh, road dog. Uh, I look at Houston. At, you know they. You know they. I know they only have three wins on the season, but they, you know they played decent competition and done all right. You know, and I know they've had all the issues with Derek King and, and all those kind of things, um, but still, you know they, they played teams pretty well against some decent competition. UCF, I'm not as high on. Um, you know, I, I certainly don't think they are what they've been. You know, the past couple years, I, I just think that's kind of a lot of points. So I'll take Houston getting 23. Going into, I always get South and Central. That's that's uh, Orlando, correct? Oh yeah, or is it absolutely. T- uh, yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, the Citrus Bowl or whatever that stadium is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or I don't even know if that's where Central Florida plays. To be honest, I don't know. But uh, eh, yeah, I, that one I, I just didn't have a good good lean on, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away there. So all right, just to recap, Skinny went with all dogs this week. Kansas plus six, Washington plus three and a half, Florida plus six and a half, the Maryland Terrapins plus 21 and a half, and Houston plus 23, Coogan it. I have um, Virginia Tech, the Hokies plus 17 and a half at Notre Dame. I've got Air Force laying two touchdowns and a hook at home against Army. Uh, I'm also on Washington plus three and a half. I've I've got Ole Miss plus eighteen and a half going to Auburn, and Memphis minus five and a half. So uh, with no OU game this week, we got nothing to talk about there. Hopefully, uh, though, uh, you know things will be looking up for the Sooners uh, week uh, next week when we uh, preview uh, the OU uh, Iowa State game. But uh, for this week, you know that's that's it. Uh, best of luck, Skinny. Yeah, same to you. All right. Thanks to you all for joining us, too. Uh, For the Blatant Homers and Podcast, I'm Alan Kenny. Take it easy.